If you've been through a panic attack, you know that they are no joke. You actually might go through panic attacks repeatedly, or maybe even the same time every day, like at nighttime. That's actually where this discussion starts off with one of my community members uh, asking about this during one of our meetups. This short conversation touches upon how to reduce the intensity and the frequency of panic attacks through both passive and active means. Focusing on the polyvagal safety state. If you have no idea what the polyvagal theory is, listen to episodes 101 through 109 of this podcast. I'll put a link for you in the description. My name is Justin Sinceri. I am a therapist, a coach, and the creator of the Polyvagal Trauma Relief System. Welcome to Stuck Not Broken, where I teach you how to live with more calm, confidence, and connection without the psychobabble or the woo-woo. This podcast is, of course, not therapy, nor is it intended to be a replacement for therapy, and these meetups aren't therapy either. So I have a question. I do tend okay. to get dysregulated pretty much almost every night. Come around 10 o'clock. Is there, is it just, do you get ahead of it? Or what are your, what are your thoughts to help me? <laughs> uh, what I would say, so I think getting ahead of it is always a really good idea. Always, always, mm -hmm. always. If, if you know, if someone knows in this context, that I get dysregulated, then yeah, it'd probably be a good idea to prepare for that ahead of time. So there's a couple of things you could do, which is maybe you have a regulation station. Maybe there's some sort of ritual you need to set up, like exercising right before that time or slowing down right before that time or drinking tea or something warm, something like that. You know, maybe there's something you can do to help slow down depending on what kind of dysregulation you have. So that, that's the first part is, yeah, prepare ahead of time. And with BSA, if you know that at this time I get dysregulated, then wherever you're at at that time, like if that's bedtime, then I can set up this environment to provide me more passive cues of safety than not. So do the environmental safety anchor stuff and set up your environment to provide more passive cues of safety. That, that's one thing you could do just to kind of help lay that foundation that foundation of safety. Okay. On top of that, there might be an active safety anchor that you can use like yoga or drinking something warm or deep breathing, whatever, I don't know, whatever it is, or fidgeting. I don't know, or having the right music on having silence. So what, what can you surround yourself with, but also what can you actively do to help slow down, maybe to, to be more regulated, to feel more calm and at peace in the present moment. So that so there's that right, but you could also like like I mentioned before, think about the last time that that someone that you went through uh, dysregulation at ten o'clock or whatever time it is, and ask yourself what the heck is going on around this time that I can that I can address. So I don't do well with the dark. Maybe it's the dark, or I don't do well like I'm okay in my room, but I can see out the door and there's like a dark hallway, and that does something for me. It it, it feels less safe to me than not. And so maybe I put on a small light or I put the hall light on. So you can look at the context of the situation and ask yourself, even, even when you're in that situation, you can ask yourself at 10 o'clock at night, or maybe it's like 9.55, and you can ask yourself, okay, here I am, how am I doing? And then look around and notice, what, what is there anything that I can notice that clearly uh, sends me more into dysregulation than, than into safety. And that, that could be addressed, but then also you could reflect on the past. Like let's look, you know, reflect on last night 
and ask yourself, what is going on before this and during this that maybe I can address and, and start to change to help set myself up for more passive cues of safety you know, based on what I'm seeing, or maybe something that's like building up the entire day and the issue is not 10 o'clock at night, but the issue is at the end of my workday, I never give myself that solitude that I need to slow down and to read a book or whatever, you know? So maybe the issue is not this time of day. Maybe the issue is earlier in the day and I just never gave myself that, you know, what I needed at that time. It could be a bunch of things. You have to kind of like uh, trace, trace your, your footsteps, I think. So setting up all that safety stuff, that's go-to. But then on top of that, if you have enough anchoring in your system, you can then start to implement the UDS stuff. And yeah, the top-down, validate, normalize, and give permission. That, w- that would be where to start. And then ask, us, and then allow that emotion. And that would be through the awe method, A to W to E. I don't know if you've all gotten that far. But if you could do that, that could at least do the allow a witness and if you haven't gotten that far, you'll, you'll figure it out. <laughs> you'll, you'll get there. But if you could do that, then while grounded in safety, then the intensity of the dysregulation that always happens at a certain time might soften. And then the next day, it might be even uh, more. How do you handle when you're in the middle of some of those adaptive behaviors and you really want to pull yourself out, but you're having a hard time with that? Well... Uh, a couple things you could do. One of them would be the BSA stuff and just let it be there. Don't fight it. It's there. I see you. And like, like Reese had that wonderful top down reframe of this is adaptive. And so you let it be there. And you, so you say, okay, you're, you're here with me. Cool. You're welcome to hang out with me in my pocket, but I'm going to go also do something to ground myself in safety. So that, that would be one option is to do safety anchoring. And the other thing, or a coping skill. Thank you, Reese. Actually, I guess it's three paths. First one is coping. Just get through it. <laughs> right. The second one is act- actively anchor in safety and uh, get through it. <laughs> and the third one would be to anchor in safety and then allow the dysregulation as much as you can tolerate, feel it. And that would be through the UDS stuff. That would be through the awe method. On how, so that, that way you could actually feel it. And then through the awe method, there might be an impulse that arises from, from that method. So if someone's in a really flight, anxious kind of feeling or emotion, using the awe method might get them down deep enough into what they're going through and they might feel an impulse to get up and move. And if you can get up, if you can use the impulse to move, then it might not be as big of a deal the following night or maybe it just it'll be hopefully it'll be just you know relieved but it's not a guarantee but hopefully it won't be as big of a deal the next night but the, the current night where if you act on the impulse the idea is that you can further climb your polyvagal ladder so that that impulse that flight impulse won't be stuck and if you can act on it and use it mindfully the ladder climbing will happen and you'll be able to get further up in your up into the the safety state so if you can break that cycle that would be obviously a good thing, but if you can mindfully experience it and act on the impulse, then hopefully the unstuckness will continue to alleviate. Hey, I really hope you enjoyed that short clip from one of my meetups. I am working on some huge projects right now that I cannot wait to get to you. There's actually, I would say four pro well, two projects with four parts. The first project is three books. 
based on my courses, some of which you heard me mentioning here in this little clip. So three books, and it's coming along really well. Don't have a release date for them, but I'm doing the best I can. And the other project is something I've been putting a ton of time into, and I'm not going to tell you about it right now, but I'm super excited about it, and I think that'll be out before the books come out. If you'd like to join me and my Stuck Not Collective in one of these meetups in the future, head on over to justinlmft.com slash total access. Once you subscribe to Total Access, you'll get total access to all of my trauma recovery courses and my private community. I cannot wait to see you there. This podcast is not therapy, not intended to be therapy or be a replacement for therapy. Nothing in this creates or indicates a therapeutic relationship. Please consult with your therapist or seek for one in your area if you are experiencing mental health symptoms. Nothing in this podcast should be construed to be specific life advice, it is for educational and entertainment purposes only.